Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast series. And welcome to Hooked On, I'm a Celeb with me, Fanula J. Hit that like and subscribe button so you don't miss any of our reviews. The Phantom Dribbler has struck again. Will they be stopped in their tracks? Hopefully they won't be in mid-aim when that happens. Ruthie is gone and seems quickly forgotten while her cohort, Russell Watson, got served up as a Kentucky Fried Idiot in last night's trial. Plus, we had a double eviction. Hooray! Joining me now to cast her eye over the latest developments is comedian Emma Doran. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Um, we will kick off. The celebs woke up to a new day in the camp. AJ was, as usual, moany self. I think yesterday we couldn't prepare for the treat and the message. And even though I wasn't getting a treat message, I still would have loved to have known what the message was and what the treat was. Now, I do think, in fairness to him, I think he had reason to be a bit moany, a little bit down. Uh, didn't get his message from home last night, obviously, as we'd seen. And that's what Vernon's theory was as well. Um, where do we stand on AJ at this point? I feel like I'm an AJ correspondent now at this point and I need to check in with everyone to see if they're on the same page as me. But how are we feeling? We will get to the eviction. I'm surprised he didn't go. What do you think, Emma? I, uh, my concern about AJ is I'm not sure if he knows that he's, that he's there, <laughs> that he knows what's going on. He just seems to be sitting there with a vacant stare. He doesn't really contribute to any of the conversations is he okay like that's a serious question I think he might have checked out mentally but that's why I'm surprised too I think he had more reason to be kind of a bit Miz waking up but I am kind of surprised that that tension with Shane hasn't boiled over or to be honest with anyone because he just seems it doesn't matter who's cooking, it's especially around the food, AJ gets very cranky and kind of makes these like passive aggressive remarks in the Bush Telegraph. Is it just that he's keeping all these thoughts for the Bush Telegraph maybe and not expressing them out loud? I don't know. What do you think? I think nobody knows that he's there. (laughs) I honestly, I don't think, I don't think, I think now after tonight, people might be like, oh, shit, I better start like engaging with this chap because he hasn't gone home. I think people just be like, he's just like, he's a nice little add on to the show, but nobody really cares about him. Maybe after tonight now, people might actually try to start talking to him and see if he has anything to say for himself because he's still there. Mm. I don't dislike him. He's just, I don't find him, his credibility as a human being is kind of a bit questionable, but I'm not, it's not <laughs> that I don't like him. But I just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's fine. He's grand. He's grand. He's grand. The only one I think who, who's had a bit of a knock-on effect from treats from home is AJ, who didn't get a treat from home. And this morning, he was just a little bit emotional. That's annoying. think he's going to be all right. Let's talk about Giovanna. What is it about the celebs, like, name-dropping the royals this series? Are we Giovanna admitting that uh, she got to interview Kate Middleton for her podcast and... 
she like just had this big girl crush on her and then ended up talking for way longer than the allotted time and asked her all these random questions. I mean, that kind of came out of left field. I obviously don't follow her podcast. Um, Kate Middleton couldn't do this podcast either. She was very busy. Um, But yeah, what is it about Shane's hammock of truth that just gets people spilling the beans? Will he get his own spin-off show, do you reckon? That I round applause for Shane for that performance that he gave because you could see in his head he's like I should have been brown nosing her from the start she's getting <laughs> royals on her podcast and he's like oh that's amazing and your you podcast you, I think he had totally dismissed podcast he's like oh yeah she's married to a pop star she has a pop she has a podcast good for her and then when he started finding out about that you could just see his brain going shit shit I should have been trying to get in with her from the get-go I said, like, oh, amazing, amazing, yeah, yeah, fuck. So <laughs> he gave, but in fairness to him, he gave a brilliant performance. Like it seemed believable that it was like, oh, good for you, good for you. And what was the listener? Do you know what it hit, listener wise? I think we had over half a million listens on that episode. Wow. At that point. And I mean, it was on the front page of every single newspaper. Was it really? Yeah. And the Royal Correspondents couldn't understand why. Of all the people that she knows who are journalists, who she could do these type of interviews with, why should it be me? Well, that's everything, though. So I would call her Kate Middleton before going. Oh, oh, yeah. But they all call her Catherine or the Duchess. So then now I'm kind of like the Duchess or so, Catherine. So they call her Catherine? Catherine, yeah. Wow. Oh, I just... I don't know. I mean, I'd go one further and say Shane Ritchie actually doesn't know what a podcast is, to be honest. Like, I'd say he was like, oh, yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. And then she started saying that. He was like, oh, like, furiously scribbling in his notes, being like, must do podcast after. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the Maybe first that's what it'll be called. Maybe that's the hammock truth. That's how it will uh, live on past time. So, oh, yeah. Speaking of Giovanna, uh, she took on the Castle Coin Challenge again with Mo. Um, where they had to communicate via walkie-talkies. It was all about geography, mode a map with shields positioned on different countries. He had to tell Giovanna which shield she needed to find for each country she was given. But to make it harder, the map would only stay visible for around 30 seconds before Mo would need to run back and pull the cord again. Whoa, where's Wales? I see Wales, yes, at the top. It's red. So it's red? It's closed now, but I'm going to pull it back up again. I'm really glad that I was up here and not running around like Mo. Okay, yes, it's red and yellow on the background. It hasn't I'm going to put this one on then. What happened? Nothing's happened. Put my glasses on. This was a bit painful to watch. Like, thank God that man can run because not only is he terrible at maths, as we've seen, his geography, questionable at best, Emma. Very questionable. I just look at him going, Jesus, like, you'd be fairly stuck now if you ended up asking him for directions out on the road, <laughs> wouldn't you? Like, you'd be, you'd be totally finished. I mean, they started off with Wales. So you're like, Wales, that's absolutely grand. He hadn't a Scooby-Doo. When he said, when he started off, he said, oh, I'm running up and down like a yo-yo. I was like, this fella hasn't a clue. He hasn't a clue. First of all, what is running up and down like a yo-yo? Yeah, just back and forth doing nothing, basically. And that's what he was doing. Absolutely nothing. And you see as well. Now, I know it's like, you know, time of year and like, you know, dark evenings. But it was bright and then it was dark. I'm like, they were at this for hours. Hours. Blue background and then little thing that you sing musical with. Do you mean that it's got a musical instrument on it? Yes, it's got instrument in it. Yes. 
Nothing is happening, Mo. But he didn't know what a harp was. Oh my it God. Took him Sorry, about 10 minutes to say a musical thing or something. He was like, oh yeah, look at the instrument. I was like, Mo, I mean, now I'm kind of more dear to him at the same time, but I mean, imagine me and Giovanna and going back and being like, oh, so you meant Ireland and another country that's on the same landmass that we are in now. I've been to all those countries. I've always had sat nav. So you never even actually think about where it is. On the subject of dribbling and toilet behavior, the Phantom Dribbler was back. Um, seemingly, Jordan took responsibility for this a few nights ago, but apparently it's still happening. Uh, Vernon said we have a phantom dribbler in the camp and someone has been sprinkling when they tinkle and it's caused quite a stir. Shane said he'd been to the privy in the middle of the night and someone had dribbled before him and um, said he had a dodgy stomach and the last thing he wanted to do was stand in wee when you go to the toilet. Fair enough. A fair enough request. Jordan said it wasn't him and that he wasn't the phantom dribbler um, and that he joked about it previously and basically everyone then assumed that Shane was a phantom dribbler because in my opinion I don't know if you've heard of the old proverb whoever smelt it dealt it whoever saw it did it. I went and sat on it in the middle of the night, went back, someone walked out because I went out and someone had dribbled. Well, I walked out, but I didn't, it weren't me. <laughs> I saw you in the middle of the night, we passed each other. Yeah, I am not the phantom dribbler. Well, it can't be me because I've been sat on it, so it was you. It wasn't me because I put the lid up. If you sprinkle when you tinkle, please be a sweetie yeah. and wipe the seat. When you sit and you're having a shit, then no water's going anywhere. <laughs> Is it Shane? Well, I think they need to focus on the real issue at hand. Shane said that he has had an upset stomach for 10 days. For 10 days, he has been sitting on the toilet while he's been peeing. Can somebody get the man like a Deloralite or something? <laughs> 10 days. He's had a dodgy tummy and they're all like, who's peeing on the seat? Help Shane out. Give him a bit of flat seven up. Give him something. The man Where is Victoria said that she's been in there after you and there's been pee on the floor. It can't be. I've been sitting down. I'm going to take Vix to court for slander on that one when we come out. It's a little bit awkward. Like, how do you teach people over 25 how to pee? It needs to be solved because it's happening on a regular basis. Either that or we've got a leaky roof. So we reckon Shane could be the phantom dribbler. But Emma, I think you might have another theory as well that I'm interested in hearing about. Well, you see, if they don't crack the case, the case is going to be solved by the general public because there was a double eviction tonight. So if the dribbler does not appear again tomorrow, <laughs> the dribbler has left the camp. I didn't want to name names. It's not my place to do that. <laughs> no, this is like murder she wrote. I'm just sitting here on my typewriter, just, you know, giving the clues out. We'll have to see. As we said, I'm looking forward to seeing people put the pieces together. Hopefully we will uh, crack the case, Scooby-Doo Sky. <laughs> uh, Giovanna and Mo won the challenge. They had a choice of chocolate eclairs and cheese and crackers. They chose chocolate eclairs. AJ answered the phone. The question was, what percentage of Brits flush the toilet with the seat down? A, 43% or B, 28%? Count was 28%, which was wrong. Um, miserable. And they were very sad going back. I think it's nearly worse when they tell them what was on offer. I don't think I'd want to know because I think that would make me more upset. Yeah, you could see them, especially Bev, actually. You could see her just, like, visualising Chocolate Eclair. Yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. She was dribbling. Um, no, I wouldn't want to know. I would, yeah, same, definitely. Very true. You don't want to know. You don't want to see the pictures. You don't, in the group chat, you don't want to hear about the private jokes. You just don't. Better. No. Better. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ruthie enjoyed her final dazzle before her departure from camp. She gave them a blast of her performance as Nancy Oliver, singer rendition of As Long As He Needs Me. As long as he needs me. Um, they must have been delighted she was gone because my God, the internal and external cringe I participated in. I mean, I'm not saying she's not a good singer. She clearly is. But like even Jordan looked like he was dying to laugh like a bowl kid in class it was just like no they're all sober and she's whacking them out and wasn't it victoria's like oh, i had, go- had goosebumps go- no victoria you had goosebumps because it's freezing <laughs> like do you know oh no too much but it like it's such an emo it's such an emotional song like why not whack out an old party song or like I was gonna say, or like, what's wrong with the venga bus is coming you know what i mean just a classic her previous partner in crime, Russell, got to take on his first solo trial, rank rotisserie. Um, I'd say he was regretting putting his hand up for this one and not doing the one that Victoria had done previously. This was grim. No, not necessarily hard, but grim. So it was a question and answer trial, 10 rounds, 10 meals up for grabs. He was strapped to this rotisserie thing, spun through a batter containing categories. It unnerved me that they we weren't really sure what was in the batter. But anyway, as he spun, he had to grab a category and he could pass once on a category and spin for another. If he answered the question correctly, it was a meet for camp. Um, among his questions, he had stuff on Harry Potter, science, history, jungle royalty. So previous winners of I'm a Celeb and castles. And needless to say, he like he did OK, Emma. He did OK. He did okay. Yeah. I mean, his hair dye was the real champion of that one, wasn't it? <laughs> it was like an infomercial for just for men. Everything was being thrown at that hair and it didn't affect it in the slightest. So, <laughs> I mean, gold star from me for that alone. The real winner of this series is the the hair brands. Like the hair endorsements these people are going to get after. I'd say they are laughing. all Head and shoulders are just laughing all the way to the bank. Like, you know what I mean? It's just... Oh, yeah. But you know, like I, I knew Bev was gonna go tonight because she had to go because her hair was about to leave anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> she had they had to go at the same time. <laughs> okay, back in the butter. Come on, he's yes, got one. He's got one. What is it? Bloody castle. <laughs> you can stick with it, or you can spin for another category. Oh, I tell you what. <laughs> Once you've been in there once, you don't want to go in again. I'd rather go hungry. I think he dealt with it very well because I think if I if I 
had to do a challenge like that, I'd find it quite triggering because I think I look like a raw chicken most of the time anyway. So if somebody asked me to get in a big rotisserie, I was just like, sorry, what? What are you saying? about Like, <laughs> I was find it so offensive. So I wouldn't have been able to do it. I would have broken down in tears. I'm like, oh, I'm a ginger chicken. Fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> What's he doing for that? Bastard. <laughs> He gets that a lot. Oh, he's a sickle. I got asked if I'd do Celebrity Mastermind beginning of this year. <laughs> Did you to say I won't be doing it? <laughs> <laughs> Having molasses poured over him, like that's just dessert making, as far as I'm aware, isn't it? I didn't know what that was. I just said, like, "Ooh, must be bad." But now that you say it, was that just? I think it's a texture and like it's not necessarily a very bad smell but it's just a particular smell but in terms of this series I do still think it was probably a bit more grim than some of the other ones we've had just because it's like you're getting wet and like the whole thing of being submerged and tied down I wouldn't really like that but it's again it's not necessarily hard let's get to the double vote off um, it was expected for us, maybe not necessarily for them. I think it was a big shock for, shock for the other campmates. Um, Beverly and Victoria were the two people that went. I don't know about you. I found it quite surprising. These were two potential finalists. I mean, especially with Bev. Like, I love Victoria. I think she's so positive. I think she's been so nice in camp. And they really warmed to her as the series progressed. But at the same time, wasn't necessarily surprised by her. Bev, on the other hand, I was like, has been cracking out jokes, cracking out stories, like the most hilarious reactions in the trials. I don't know. Emma, were you surprised or was it expected for you? No, I was surprised. I thought that it would, I didn't think it would be Beverly and Victoria. I thought that when it was going to be Beverly, I was like, right, it's got to be AJ or somebody else who's been kind of quiet. I didn't expect the two of them to go. So I think that'll really make that really changed things in there but as I said Bev's hair was about to go so she had to go with her hair (laughs) you know what I mean so it was the right thing to happen it was the right thing to happen but I I was surprised definitely have I mentioned my have I told you my checkers story Checkers. And we got invited to checkers why were you invited there who was the prime minister Tony Blair so it's quite a formal dinner Really? Formally informal. Yeah, who was there? Who was around the table? Name every single person. Uh, I'll try. So, <laughs> Tony and Cherie, obviously. Yeah, yeah, Cherie's yeah. mum. Myself, mum. Tess, Lord and Lady Sainsbury. And uh, and Tony Blair said, oh, beautiful evening, brother. Look outside, it's a full moon. And I didn't even look. I just went, yeah, Tony, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> did he laugh? He did. Yeah. And Cherie giggled. And I just got a... From Tess. Oh, Tess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet. I had a few glasses of wine. Did you hear him today, though? He said, oh, out of nowhere, everyone's having a separate conversation. And Vernon's like, oh, do I ever, do you ever tell any of my stories, uh, my story about checkers? I was like, Where no. And nobody, nobody asked. That was panic. <laughs> that was panic. That was him going, okay, we're getting into, like, people leaving. I better start whacking out a few stories. I better start whacking out a few stories that I haven't told. And he was like, I haven't been able to work this into conversation all day. I'm just going to say it now. I'm just going to say it. Like, it was just the weirdest <laughs> thing ever. Wasn't it? And like, uh, the worst story. Like, so, bo- like, I mean, how are you going to compete with Giovanna when she's talking about rubbing shoulders with Duchess of Cambridge? Like, Ruthie's already said she was shagging your, the prince. I mean, Tony Blair, I do not care. With respect, I do not I care. I know. 
But that's he was totally like picking like big names out of his hole because he was thinking of like headlines. What can what can be a story that's not about my sexting? You know, and it's just like just talk about the sexting. Just you know what I mean? I think Shane could get it out of him, but I think only Shane. And I think it would have to be a conversation between the two, just the two of them, and that would be it. But I I don't fancy my chances for him talking about it. I do still think he's in with the chance of winning still. Uh, like, Bev would be in my top four, but now I'm saying Shane, uh, Jordan, Vernon, and maybe Giovanna. I'm getting it now more because people are big on her and I do really like her. But now that we're kind of getting closer to the end, I think she's in with a real shot. I'm interested to hear who you think will be gone next and who you think will win. So, I mean, it's a tough one to say who I think will be gone I, I want to say AJ, but I, I I think that's just, I want him to go, but I don't think he is going to go. I definitely think, yeah, it's got, Shane's not going any, anywhere. Vernon's not. Jordan, Giovanna, you can see. But I reckon Jordan could be the first one to go out of that four. Yeah. Because we're not seeing a lot of him anymore. Which no, I'm he's going to yeah, I think he kind of peaked and he's brought all he can bring. And when I saw like the clip even at the start of the show of him falling off the bench, I mean, we got like two and a half minutes out of that. Like he just <laughs> fell off a bench. <laughs> That's all it was. It was I was like, oh, I just when I saw that, I was like, things aren't looking good for Jordan. He's going to have to <laughs> do something because that's his big part. That's his big story in the show, falling off a bench. Yeah, so he he's definitely in danger. If he could get it out of Vernon, brilliant. But I know what you're saying for now, like you think if Vernon could chat to Shane, because that makes sense, because Vernon would be like, Shane, we've both been dirty dogs, but you're the ultimate dirty dog. Let me tell you about my sexting. You know, like, because it's safer, because whatever Vernon's done, Shane's done it and then some. Yeah. But I think, I don't, I think Jordan could, he's, he needs to act fast or, AJ could be in longer than him. God forbid. I'd be happy if maybe Russell left at this point. I th- like, I'm glad I got a good time out of him, but I, again, I'm not sure I care. Like, he's not going to win, so I'm like, would you ever just go home? Do you know? Yeah. He's not, there's no way he's going to win. No. Unless a few people die, he could possibly. <laughs> but if I saw the odds were like 600 to one, I'd be like, sure, go on. I'll stick a couple of euro on it for the crack. But like, there's no way. What a hope. Russell to win. The campaign starts now. You heard it here first on Hooked on I'm a Celeb. Uh, Can't wait to see him eventually be crowned King of the Jungle for 2020. Before we go, all clips from I'm a Celeb are courtesy of ITV Studios. Emma Doran, thank you so much for your company on today's podcast. Thank you. Before we go, please, please, please hit that like and subscribe button. And don't forget, you can catch up on the full series so far of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here on the Virgin Media Player. We're back tomorrow for another deep dive. So until then, for me, Fanula J, I'll chat to you on the next Hooked On, I'm a Celeb. This is a Virgin Media Originals podcast series. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.